Hey there, it's Craig. Do you see the world as a glass half full or as a glass half empty type of person? I ask that question because each and every one of us thinks from different perspectives. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's show. Please join me. I was an engineer and in 2008 lost my job due to the economic collapse. Jobs were scarce. I didn't know where to turn to get help updating my resume. Online services and coaches charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars. I took matters into my own hands and learned how to craft interview-winning resumes. Shortly later, I landed a job with a Fortune 500 company. I have helped many achieve similar success. Now I share my tips to create interview-winning resumes, interviewing excellence, and high-performance growth strategies on my podcast, Career Growth Made Easy. Hey there, it's Craig Ansell, and welcome back to another episode of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. Have you ever wondered why certain people act the way they do? Have you ever wondered why certain people are good at certain roles, at certain positions, and maybe others aren't? How come some people are so bubbly, so cheery, they're almost cut out for like a customer service, a customer-facing role, and maybe others are more quiet and subdued? Have you ever met someone that always sees things as a glass half-empty, always see things as risky, or they're concerned about safety or difficulty or what problems might be faced? Have you ever met someone the exact opposite, always being positive, cheery, looking at the the solution, the positive side of things, even when problems arise, they're always looking for solutions, always looking for the end in mind? Those questions are just some of the viewpoints that I thought of when I recalled a book, called The Thinking Hats. In fact, to put it more closely, to put the title more correctly, it was The Six Thinking Hats. And it was by an author, I believe, called De Bono. In his book, he had six colored hats, if I recall correctly. And of those six hats, they each stood for different character traits, different personality traits that people had. And that made me think about today's show, titled Thinking from Different Perspectives. Not only will you and I have different perspectives while listening to my show, and by the way, thank you very much for being a valuable listener of the Career Growth Made Easy show. I truly appreciate you. Not only will you and I have different perspectives, but people we work with will too. People we work with will have different points of view, will have been raised differently, will have different, uh, I guess, morals, viewpoints about themselves. And we're not always going to get along. We're not always going to align. And, you know, you might be asking yourself, Craig, I tuned in for Career Growth Made Easy. What's going on here? Well, give me a moment. Part of career growth is understanding that we're all made differently. We all have a unique purpose, a unique value in life, but also that we communicate differently. 
there may be some aspects of our communication that are similar. And that's why we might find ourselves being pulled towards others and being repelled or pushed away from others. And that's part of what we're going to talk about today. The reason why I bring these things up is that as we go through our daily lives, personally, maybe we're stopping by to get a drink or a meal, or we have some customer service issues, and we have to work someone to resolve that at a company, or working with peers in our companies at our jobs. Some of us will naturally be pulled, naturally be... Um, feeling connected to certain people, while again, we're pushed away from, repelled from, or uh, not attracted to others. Does that mean those people we're not attracted to are bad people? No, we're not judging here. What we're saying is we have a different way of connecting with people, different set of viewpoints, maybe a different set of perspectives on things. And that's why we sometimes feel drawn closer to others and then pushed away or repelled from others. In one example from the book, The Six Thinking Hats, there was a white hat. And this was known for information or the need to know. If you will, it was a just the facts, ma'am kind of thing. Just the facts, sir kind of thing. Some people are only interested in facts. They don't want any fluff. They don't want any extra. They don't want any long stories. They just want to know the facts. Now, I'm not summarizing the full book here, but it just gave me a few points for talking. Thinking about that, you might know some people. I'm an engineer. It's odd that you'll find that I'm interested in facts and details, but also have a creative side to to myself, willing to get out there and publicly speak and share with others, because sometimes engineers are not that way. I shouldn't say it's odd. It's unique. It's different. Put it that way. Some engineers are very quiet, very um, kept in, and they just like to focus on facts and figures, and there's nothing wrong with that. That is, in fact, what an engineer is for. Process, design, development, you know, coming up with new, new ideas, new creativity, and you need facts, you need data for that, you need drawings. Moving on to the next hat, it was called a yellow hat. And by the, by the name, just imagine yellow, bright yellow, sunlight, sunshine. It symbolizes brightness and optimism. So when you wear this hat, or if you're a person that has this hat on, you like to stay positive and you like to, you like to look for value. You like to look for benefits, being that positive person, that cheery person. That can also lead, as I said briefly earlier, to the fact of how you see things even when problems occur or when problems occur in, uh, with your coworkers uh, on your job. You're like, my gosh, that's amazing. We just had a small fire or, you know, there was an accident here and the so-and-so got damaged and the machine got damaged that's manufacturing our, our shoes. And they'll say, you know what? It's okay because no one got hurt. I'm sure we can quickly fix that machine and get it back going. Or, oh, that was horrible that we had a fire, but I'm glad it was able to be put out quickly and nothing was damaged. So it's, again, viewpoints about people, thinking from different perspectives. And, you know, at times during this show, this episode, you might want to pause and ask yourself, what color hat do you wear? How do you see things? Glass half empty, glass half full. When emergency situations arise, how do you handle them? 
this show was not to judge or to put labels on people. It was just, it was a way for me to see things differently and help relate with you, my valuable listener, that there are different perspectives, different people out there, the way they think. Now, the funny thing is, as we go through these colored hats, again, this is my viewpoint from the book. As we go through these colored hats, this might give you some perspective on how others feel. Some people can wear multiple color hats, right? And that's why in some situations, they're one hat. In another situation, they're a different color hat. You never know. So far, we've talked about the white hat, known as the need for information, just the facts. We've also talked about the yellow hat, brightness, optimism, positivity. Now we're on to the black hat. Dun, 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 the black hat. See how deep my voice sounded there? And this is something that you might find me wearing at times. I'm a project manager, and part of my job is to look at risks, the potential challenges that a project may face, where we might have difficulties, where problems might arise. So the black hat, if you will, allow me some flexibility. I'm going to call it the risk management hat. And I do think it's a powerful hat in itself, because although it's black by nature, and although it's about risks and difficulties and problems, um, it has an ability to kind of look into the future, if you will. And you're trying to spot difficulties, spot problems that haven't yet occurred. You're using your knowledge, your experience, your research, and better yet, as you uh, gain experience in life, you're using your wisdom to say, what could go wrong that hasn't gone wrong? No, you're not sitting there with negative intentions and with negative feelings. You have a judging, questioning attitude about your project, about your task, about the situation at hand, and you're doing risk management. The idea is to point out what issues may arise in the future and that you have an intent to overcome them. This show is not all about risk management, but to give you a little taste of it, once you identify a potential risk, you look at the probability, the likelihood it's going to happen, and then if it does occur, the impact. Is it a low? Is it a medium? Is it a high impact? All right. From there, then you say, I want to try and avoid that. So you put plans in place, one or more plans, froggy voice today, excuse me. You put one or more plans in place to try to mitigate or eliminate that risk from happening. Hope that makes sense. The next hat we have is the red hat. And by nature, red, right? The color blood, uh, sometimes hearts are depicted with red. So what do you think that is? That signifies feelings, can even be hunches or intuition. It's connected to the emotional side of things. You express emotions, you have feelings, and someone with a red hat may do more sharing about their fears, their likes, dislikes, what they like, love, or hate. And this is just, again, um, more a person that has more openness about themselves and likes to share and express emotions. Now, speaking about emotions, they can be positive, as I mentioned, but also negative. In fact, I had talked to a CEO recently, and one of the, um, uh, what do I want to say, one of the new rules he instituted in some of his staff meetings was this. He said, I'm using the phrase, Craig, I'm seeing red. I said, okay, what does this mean? 
Basically, he's told the staff that if he gets pulled into the emotional side of things because of the way the story's going, the comments in the in the staff room, he'll say, I'm seeing red, and the entire team pauses. They allow the person that made the statement, I'm seeing red, to have five or ten seconds, get up, stretch their legs, maybe get a drink of water. The point is, they're being pulled into the emotional side, which typically doesn't help with making data-driven decisions and they want to reset themselves. So red relates to, in this case with the hat, see, uh, having feelings, hunches, intuitions, using your emotions. You can use it also to your benefit in this example, where the CEO said, I'm seeing red during his staff meetings, and they are at a pause to reset. No, you don't have to be a CEO. You don't have to have a large staff. You can be a small company. In fact, you can be working with a few close friends on your team or in your in your supervisory group. And if something comes up that triggers you to have an emotional state and you don't feel you can think clearly or process clearly, try that phrase, I'm seeing red. But let them know ahead of time that means you just need a break. Red can symbolize stop. It can also symbolize strong emotions. And that's the whole point behind that. On our next hat, I would say, we have the green hat. And it focuses on creativity. Green being the opposite of red, so what are we going to go with? Possibilities, alternatives, maybe even new ideas. It's an opportunity for you to express new viewpoints. Maybe there's new perspectives, new vision, different ways to approach things. So creativity can be great. And it all depends on how you use it for future vision, future thinking. So, are you someone that possesses a red hat, which uses emotions and feelings? Are you someone that uh, possesses a green hat? Or do they switch? It depends on how you're feeling for that day. Do you look at new ideas, new alternatives? The point here, think about the people you work with and the fact that everybody can be wearing a different color hat. And sometimes that hat during the morning and afternoon changes. Maybe Mondays and Fridays, the hat's a certain color because you're coming into a lot of workload and or trying to get a lot of your workload completed before the weekend. So you might be in a different color hat. Maybe reports are due a certain day of the week or at the end of the month, and you have to put on your analytical hat, your white hat, just the facts, right? If you're getting near a vacation day or a three-day weekend with a, a public holiday coming up, you might have your yellow hat on. Brightness and optimism and all cheery. Maybe somebody brought in donuts to celebrate Friday for a three-day weekend coming. You never know. We have one more hat to talk about. But before we do that, and that's the blue hat, the point of the show, I guess I would say, is thinking from different perspectives. We each have different ways of viewing things, glass half empty, glass half full, but also so do our colleagues, coworkers, and even our family members and friends in our personal lives. I think we would do ourselves a disservice if we don't remember we're all unique and have different viewpoints, different perspectives. Raising this awareness, using this book, The Six Thinking Hats, hey, you know, it's just food for thought, a conversation between you and I about how people see things differently, and also the fact that your hats can change over time, maybe even during the same day, depending on the situation. 
Keep that in mind as we explore this last hat. That way you can see when you're changing emotions or perspectives throughout your day and when you might need to switch a hat because you might be seeing red and need a pause. Our sixth and final hat is the blue hat, and it's used to manage the thinking process. It's a control hat, believe it or not, and it's a hat that I would say ensures you're using all of the six thinking hats guidelines that we observed. So you've got the hat colors there, and now you've got the blue hat, the control hat. It helps you put it all together, all in perspective. And I kind of was alluding to that in my little pre-summary, if you will, moments ago. Our hats Our colors may change from day to day. You may see someone in a certain mood and a certain perspective in the morning. Then they had a certain phone call, a a meeting with a customer that didn't go so well, or they had a meeting that there were some negative results displayed and pushed them into a different hat, a different feeling, a different perspective. I think we owe it to ourselves to be more observant of our environments, especially our peers, our coworkers. And when we're going to approach someone, think about it. Even if you don't remember all these color hats from the author, I believe it was De Bono. And I'll put a link in the show notes as well. The six thinking hats. Just remember, try to analyze the situation with any context clues, any body language to help you on your career growth journey. Make it a little easier so that you can get along with others and bring more value to the table and interface with them in a warm, nurturing environment versus an abrasive environment. Thank you for listening to my quick summary of the six thinking hats by DeBono and just giving you some food for thought Thinking from Different Perspectives, Episode 159. I'm Craig Ansell, your host. This is the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. If you would do me a favor, please, whatever player you're using, go on and leave a comment and a like. We truly would appreciate it, and we take your feedback seriously. We look forward to making more energy-packed, informative shows for you. And if you're having difficulty seeking a job out there, please, please reach out. I'm here through social media as well as email. Social media at Craig Ansel, C-R-A-I-G-A-N-C-E-L, and Craig at CraigAncel.com for email. Plus, you can visit our website, CraigAncel.com, for more help and free downloads on your career growth journey. God bless you. We'll talk next week. Looking forward to it.